Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. For this 28th day of July, I am Paul White. Uh, We start a meeting tomorrow night at the Tabernacle of Hope in Westminster, South Carolina, the 29th day of July. I'll be there at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on 29th and the 30th. That's Friday and Saturday. And then we'll be there Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., on July the 31st. This is Pastor Jamie Groover. We've ministered for Jamie several times the last year and have had tremendous times with his great church and getting to know them, sharing the love of God together in the gospel of Jesus. And I'm very thrilled to be there. And if you're in that area, come and see us. And we would love to be in service with you as well. Great way for us to close out the month of July. And we're getting very close to sort of closing out the summer calendar. I know that we've got a lot of summertime left in the actual seasons, but um, for me, it always feels like you're starting to head into the end of it when you get to August. That's when school starts back up and all those things. So as we get, uh, as we get there, uh, we will uh, let you know what's on the calendar and some things coming up that uh, we will be a part of and hopefully you can be a part of as well. We're going to do a little bit of traveling in the fall Come to some places we haven't been in a while, and so we'll keep you up to date. Okay, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. I told you yesterday, I think, is one of the Bible's most famous verses. I don't know that there's a way to prove that, but I know that people know this verse or at least have heard it when you quote it. Um, the old King James sounds something like this, and I'm just doing this by memory. Study to show thyself approved a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The new King James, be be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, The ESV, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. I like that the way that that lays out there at the top of the 15th verse in the ESV, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. That's the first comment I would make in regards to this verse. There's nothing that you do that makes you approved to God. You are approved to God. Study as someone who knows they are approved. In other words, do the work. Present yourself as someone who knows their identity. To me, that's uh, that's the missing link in re- in regards to where in regards to believers and their Christian growth. Because I do believe in Christian growth. By the way, I I don't know that there's any way around it. You are going to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ if you spend time with Jesus Christ, if you spend time with His family, if you spend time with your brothers and sisters. You're going to grow. You're going to grow in what you know about the Word. You're going to grow in what you know about the church. You're going to grow in what you know about yourself. And ultimately, you're going to grow in what you know about God and what that means to you. So you're going to do the work if you stay in this long enough. Do it from the place of someone who knows they're approved. The reason I say that's the missing link is there are people who are doing, quote unquote, doing the work, but they're looking at the work as being what makes them approved. I've got to do this. I must do that. If I don't, then God won't. And I think that that is really what this whole message of grace revolution of the last few decades has been trying to fix is this glaring hole 
in the consciousness of God's people in regards to who they are. They confused who they are with what they do, and that caused us to project onto God the kind of attitude that would only give us what we deserve. Grace is categorically unfair. You're receiving what you don't deserve. You're receiving what you can't earn through performance. You're receiving what you deserve based upon the love of God. So you're approved. So go study as if one who is approved. Live this out to present your God, to present yourself to God as one who knows they are approved. A worker, ESV says it this way, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Uh, You have no need to be ashamed because you are working for God from an approved place. The reason to be ashamed of yourself is if you're working for God thinking you're in an unapproved place. Like God doesn't approve of me until I. That's shame-worthy Christianity. That's us trying to play the game of karma with God. And that's an insult to the finished work of Christ. It ignores the resurrection reality. I'm not really a new creation. I'm just an old, the old man trying to reform his old trashy ways. And that, that is, uh, I'm going to say it again. I I think I said it right the first time. So I'm going to double down on it. That's shame worthy Christianity. That's, I'm a, I'm ashamed of what I am. And therefore I'm going to try to live to get God to do Timothy's not that kind of a believer. Paul's not that kind of a believer. And so Paul goes, you're a worker. It doesn't have any reason to be ashamed. And then finally this, rightly handling the word of truth. And I want to point out two things. The old King James, the new King James, rightly dividing the word of truth. um, That's caused us to think in terms of division only. ESV rightly handling the word of truth, two words that are very similar, in fact, because um, Hart says cutting the word of truth straight. And so it's, it's parsing the difference. Now, it's not rightly dividing the word of God. God's word is that which proceeds from his mouth. There's no division. There's no reason for you to divide because God's not speaking differently to you now than he spoke to you yesterday. He might say something different, but he doesn't need to be divided in time. Oh, God says this, but but now God says that. It's not the word of God we handle with the straight razor. It's the word of truth we handle with the straight razor. We handle it carefully. And that tells me what we inherently know about covenant. The truth associated with the covenant we are under is what we are proclaiming. And where we mess this up a lot of times in ministry is when we ignore the covenant we're under to try to take truth from another covenant and squeeze it into ours. We just did a message a couple of weeks ago on our Tuesday meeting um, called The Church Necessary Things. And in that, we went to Acts 15, where the church has their counsel, and they go, okay, don't have to be, if you're a Gentile and you're a believer in Christ, you don't have to be circumcised, and you don't have to follow the law, but you need to do this, this, and this. 
And there's a little hint there of them dividing the truth, of realizing what should be and shouldn't be based on the covenant they're in. But there's also a little hint of trying to squeeze some of that other truth into the audience. Because I think that's why Paul spends the bulk of the rest of his ministry trying to explain why meats offered to idols aren't that big of a deal and the, all the dietary laws aren't that big. Why does he work so hard to fight against that letter that comes out in Acts 15? He's, he carries the letter because he's responsibly, rightly dividing the word of truth. We have a responsibility to study from a place of approval so that we know how to rightly divide the truth. Speak the truth within covenant. Don't speak a truth outside of covenant. I don't care how much of a truth it was. Speak the truth within covenant. Um, we close the, con- the context of this segment out tomorrow. See you then. God bless.